Hello, everyone. Welcome to the You Gotta Be Bullshilling Me podcast. This is your host, Brian C. Schilling, live from Los Angeles, California. News of the day, President Biden signs executive orders on COVID vaccinations. Tom Brady rookie card auctioned for $555,988. And a man catches 54 pieces of popcorn in his mouth in one minute. Also, the teachers union says that they don't want to go back to classroom teaching. I mean, really? Teachers, I mean, they work nine months out of the year, six hours a day. They have the whole summer off, all the holiday breaks off, and all weekends off. Like, come on, get real. Today on our show, we have a very special guest. He's hot, he's got the trot, and on our show, we drink Red Bull to pump us up. Art Sims, affectionately known as Chat Daddy, has established a well-respected 26-year career and has entertained audiences via the radio, television, print, on stage, and online. His undeniable charm and quick wit led to appearances on Windy City Live, ABC TV Chicago, You and Me This Morning, and WCIU TV Chicago, in addition to a columnist role with the famed Chicago Defender. Sims is currently the creator, executive producer, and host of The Real Chat Daddy Show. The Real Chat Daddy Show is a live nightly digital media show that offers current news, health awareness, and pop trend stories streamed via various social media platforms. In 2014, Sims joined WVON 1690 AM as an on-air talent. He serves as the executive producer of Real Talk, Real People with Chat Daddy, a nightly broadcast that was heard globally via iHeartRadio Network that highlights local and national lifestyle stories, relationship advice, and celebrity news connecting with change agents who offer their expertise to listeners. Sims is a familiar and welcome voice in many diverse communities in Chicago and around the world providing inspirational, educational, and vital information on the development and maintenance of positive, sustainable relationships, while connecting various communities through philanthropic efforts. Sims' civic engagement and social involvement includes a board member position for Healthy Living with a Vision Foundation. Sims is also an ADA 25 Advancing Leadership 2019 Fellow and Ambassador. Sims recently joined the Health Equity Advisory Committee for America Heart Association of Metro Chicago. Sims is the recipient of numerous awards and honors for his commitment to more positive and sustainable relationships. Please welcome Mr. Art Sims, AKA Chat Daddy. Art, how are you today? Brother Brian, I am wonderful. So glad to be here with you today. Listen, brother, if I die tomorrow, promise me you'll do my eulogy. You did an outstanding <laughs> job with that intro. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. I sincerely appreciate that. And coming from you, um, you know, that's, that, that's a, uh, an amazing compliment. Uh, um, and thank you so much. 
Um, first off, Art, I just wanted to uh, uh, thank you again for taking uh, your time today uh, to be on our number one podcast. It's a pleasure to have you. Happy New Year. I, I wish you uh, nothing but uh, health, happiness, and good fortune in 2021. You are a self-made talent. Is that correct? Correct. Absolutely. Born and raised the south side of Chicago. Always knew that I wanted to be in entertainment in some shape, form, or fashion. Uh, at the age of 10 years old, I actually ended up calling a kid's TV program that was here in Chicago. Uh, ended up talking my way onto the show, doing cooking segments. And, you know, ever since 10 years old, I always knew this is what I wanted to do. But life had other directions for me. So I've been just steady moving forward, trying to make a name for myself. But I am a self-made talent. Yes, sir. That's amazing. And I commend you for that. And I applaud you for that. And obviously, uh, as I just did, uh, uh, you know, I had said in the intro here to our audience, um, you have your Chat Daddy show. Um, can you please share with our audience what your Chat Daddy show is all about and how you began your radio career with the AM stations? Well, actually, we have to go back just a little bit more before even just the radio and the current show, I actually started off as a relationship advice columnist uh, over 20 years ago, uh, okay. kind of as you would the underground uh, Black Dear Abby. And people would send me letters and I would respond to these letters. And from there, I started building a relationship as a matchmaker. I would invite people to my home of all walks of life, backgrounds, whatever. Amazing. And we would talk about relationship issues and, and how everybody wanted to meet somebody. And believe it or not, people started meeting through me. And to this very day, I have 11 couples that have met through me. They're still together. Uh, you know, I know their children, most of their children are grown now. So I actually started off as a relationship advice guy, kind of like, you know, the movie Hitch. Yes, yes. I, was, I was hitched way before we even heard of the movie. And then I progressed Amazing. into being a newspaper columnist, uh, doing uh, entertainment, nightlife, travel stuff, still did my dear chat daddy. And that went into television and from there radio. And so in 2014, uh, I went to WVON. Uh, you know, WVON is the oldest black talk radio station in the country. Uh -huh. And they really didn't have an entertainment show. So I pitched an idea to do what I wanted as an entertainment show where we would talk to celebrities, lifestyle uh -huh. issues, health, wellness, those types of subjects. And people loved it. And right. I was there for five years. And once the pandemic happened, things changed. Mm -hmm. And I kind of really just wanted to chill out, go lay under a rock, get myself together. Uh -huh. When a dear childhood, <laughs> oh, brother, you know how that is when you tried something and, and, you know, the world changed and you go, now, where do I fit in in all of this? Mm -hmm. A dear friend of mine from my childhood said, listen, we're getting ready to do you an online show. And here we are 130 shows later. We started at the end of March. I figured I was working Monday through Thursday nights anyway. My show on the radio was from six to nine. Uh, my new digital show is seven till about nine every night. And it's, it's just been moving right along. And yeah, I've, I've archived now over 130 shows and we do the show basically Monday through Thursday night. 
Congratulations. And I commend you for that. That's such a, I mean, what an accomplishment. And, you know, you mentioned being a, a, a matchmaker advisor and a newspaper columnist and to the radio for the, um, you know, for an entertainment show and this, that, and the other. What do you feel uh, really helped you, uh, you know, helped yourself uh, uh, put yourself uh, on the map? Oh, that's a really interesting question. Um, any commercials about me or anytime people talk about me, they always say he's the guy that knows everybody. And and really, <laughs> it, which I am, it, it really is the truth. That's great. Um, I just, you know, I, I'm a true Chicagoan and, and um, you know, used to hang out in various social circles and just got to know people. And the funniest thing, Brian, I knew people from their party behavior before I knew who they were. Does that make sense? Like, like I would hang out and party with people and be like, you gotta be kidding me. That was so-and-so and so-and-so -and -so is who you really? Oh, wow. and, and, right. And so well, that was many years ago. And then over the years, just my getting to know people, you know, my various affiliations, every time uh -huh. I had a television appearance, you know, so yeah, I'm the guy that everybody knows. That's great. And I love it. And, you know, you seem to have that personality where you're, uh, uh, you know, you're, you're a people person and, and uh, you know, that's, uh, that's great. And I can see why people would want, you know, would want to um, surround themselves uh, around you um, because, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, especially nowadays, like you mentioned, uh, you know, with the pandemic and COVID, um, you know, everybody, you know, everybody's looking for a reason to laugh and yes. bring that positive energy to the, uh, to the table. Um, you know, that's, it's inevitable that it's going to attract people. And, and uh, I, I definitely can sense that, you know, and it sounds too like me, um, you know, we're very similar uh, in terms of it sounds like you have a really good discernment, um, mm -hmm. you know, about people, uh, which is, uh, you know, which, which is amazing. Now, Art, I wanted to ask you about this. Um, the month of February, uh, which is uh, currently the month that we're in, mm -hmm. um, is Black History Month. Mm -hmm. um, can you personally think of one African-American man or woman who inspires you the most and why? Oh, that's interesting because I can give you answers for both. Of okay. course, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. always has been an inspiration of mine. Uh, my late maternal grandmother was uh, very close to Dr. King and, and his oh, wow. movement and a lot of the uh, early civil rights things that were going on. And, and so I've always thought of Dr. King as just the ultimate peace agent. Uh, just, you know, for his birthday, we were talking on my show that if Dr. King was alive today, day what would he think about a lot of the things that are going on the turmoil and trouble that our world is in mm -hmm. um you know we've been so divided in race relationships for just many many years and, and i tell people i'm a lover of all mankind i don't look at this color of your skin i look at the content of your character mm -hmm. and again that's what dr king most taught me and so he would definitely always be my ultimate idol when it comes to black heroes and black figures uh as far as females who inspire me it would have to be oprah winfrey i i just think mm -hmm. she's one of the most amazing people ever yes. uh just just to watch oprah come to chicago uh become the person that she became and now who she is and just her generous um giving 
giving and, and, and her spirit and just, you know, still to me, just as humble. And so I would have to say Oprah would be the woman who has inspired me. But then there's been many others, too. But those mm -hmm. would be the two people that I could think of and, and talk very candidly about with no issues. Yeah, no, that's amazing. And, the, you know, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King and Oprah uh, Winfrey, you know, two amazing, amazing people. Um, and uh, speaking of amazing people, Art, uh, you yourself uh, have won a few um, amazing awards. Um, can you please share with our audience what these awards are and what they mean to you? Well, you know, that's interesting. You'd bring that up. Every award that I've ever won, um, if you name it, from the um, Gay Olympics many years ago of being an advocate of supporting the Gay Olympics when they were here in Chicago, I received mm -hmm. a beautiful award. Uh, awesome. Various various community organizations have honored me. Um, I, two years ago, I was honored by the Gospel Music Announcers Association. And and, and I was I was just I was so uh, humbled by it because I don't consider myself a gospel music. I love gospel music, but I uh -huh. just didn't think that genre would love me like that. And the, the people said just the conversations on my show, the advice that I gave, that they felt it was befitting to honor me. So that was one of my major honors. But Amazing. anytime people think enough to honor me, I just always am floored because I go, me? And, and they go, yes. And I go, well, I appreciate that. I really do. Yeah, that's amazing. And you're very humble, um, you know, about it too. Um, and your show, Chat Daddy, um, what type of guests and topics do you love to discuss? And then that's the first question for you, Art. And then the second question, which I'm curious about, and I'm sure all of our listeners are curious about too, is why the name Chat Daddy? <laughs> I know. Uh, that's so funny. Our good friend Ryan Cheverini from Windy City Live, he and some guys were having a conversation on the show one day. And uh -huh. they were saying anybody with the last name, you know, Daddy, it sounds like, you know, they said called Zaddy now and, and, and Daddy sound. Uh, my DJ many years ago named me Chat Daddy. I used to do events where people would come out to discuss relationship issues. They would come out to meet each other. And between the breaks, we would have a DJ playing. And the DJ mm -hmm. one day said, ladies and gentlemen, we're going back to the chat daddy. And this is uh -huh. when Diddy, this is when Diddy was daddy. And this, uh -huh. this, is, this is when the whole daddy thing, keep in mind, this was almost 20 years ago. Yeah, but, yeah. But now chat daddy has become a household word. And I said, well, if anything, I would cut it down to chat. I said, but now people know chat daddy. I said, chat people daddy. don't even know my government name. I've yeah. gone in places. <laughs> and I'm like, here's my idea. And they, you chat daddy. I'm like, uh, I do have a government name. Thank you. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's how the chat daddy name came about. A DJ friend named me that. And you know, I, I was hoping it would stick to the wall and here all these many years later, it has stuck to the wall. Uh -huh. and, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to get rid of it, but no, I'm not a, a zaddy. I'm not a sugar daddy. I'm not yeah. any of that. Yeah. I'm just a chat daddy. I think it's genius. I think it's absolutely genius. It's very catchy and- uh, um, Yes, and wait, now what was your first question again? Cause we went right into Chat Daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How can we not, right? What, I mean, it's, it's, we could talk about Chat Daddy all day. 
Um, uh, please. Yeah, so Sometimes I want to put him in a closet and just close the door. Uh, that's a whole <laughs> other show. We'll have to talk about Chad Daddy is one character, Art Sims is another. Yeah, yeah. So what type of guests and topics do you love to discuss? Brian, just like you, my friend, I love people. So there's no uh, particular topic. I'm not a big sports guy, but I have talked to athletes. Um, politics was something, you know, my late maternal grandmother who raised me, she always said, son, never talk about sex, politics, and religion with people. And mm -hmm. I used to always say, huh, granny, I mean, what else am I gonna talk to people about? She was yeah. like, look, it'll end up being a fight every time, every time. So, but no, I talked to all people. I told my program director one day, I said, listen, you could bring a chimpanzee into the studio, tell me the temperament of the chimpanzee, and by the time the interview is over, the chimpanzee will be sitting on my lap hugging me. Yeah. And, 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 I and, love and it. that's just, that's the person I am. I, I'm never afraid to talk to anyone. I love people of all backgrounds. I'm a former flight attendant, so I've traveled all over the world. Awesome. And, 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 and I, right, right now, I feel like I'm stuck in Chicago. Like, I feel the world needs me somewhere else. So that's a whole nother show. But, uh -huh. you know, I, I just love all types of people. I think you're fascinating and hope to have you as a guest on my show soon. Thank you. Just Thank you. great conversation with good people is what I look for on my show. So your grandmother was right, Art. Um, you know, it, it seems like in our industry that uh, there is a code, um, kind of a silent code that we all use in our industry. And that is that, uh, you know, we don't talk about race. We don't talk about religion. We don't talk about politics. And we also don't talk about sexual orientation. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and I think that, uh, um, you know, that's uh, uh, something that um, uh, you, especially, um, you know, being in the industry and, and, and myself, um, you know, it's kind of something that's, uh, uh, that's known. Um, mm -hmm. I've actually seen um, uh, a, a comedy improv show uh, one time, actually in Chicago art. And mm. one of, uh, they were doing a scene and there was a man and a woman and uh, the man happened to be uh, a Jewish man. And the woman in the scene, his scene partner, um, actually made a quote unquote Jewish joke. And she said the joke to try to get laughs from the audience. And he did not accept it. He didn't tolerate it. He didn't think it was funny. He didn't think it was acceptable. And I agree with him 100%. And he walked off of the stage. And they had to cut mm. the show, turn down the lights, and then pick back up. Um, but yeah, it's very important, you know, so, so, so what your grandmother, uh, uh, you know, told you and, and what you just told our audience is, is very important. So, um, all right, you know, one thing I've noticed, uh, just talking to you is that your voice is amazing. Um, and, uh, I wanted to ask you, uh, have you ever considered getting into being a voiceover artist? I would love to be a voiceover artist. That, that would be my ultimate desire. I was working with a, a career coach who told me to start putting on all of my documents, my bio, everything, voiceover artist.
artist. She said, you've got to manifest this. And I said, oh, okay. Because really being a self-made talent and a young man who at the time did not know which avenues and everything that has ever happened to me has just been by a stroke of genius. And uh-huh. no, I would love to be a voiceover artist. When I was a flight attendant, I used to do all the announcements on the yeah. plane. <laughs> and I used to work the red eye flights. That's and, amazing. Uh, you know, of course, you wait. You're right. You wake everybody up, you know, in the morning when you're about to land or whatever. And I used to have little old ladies from Vegas would say to me, oh, son, I need a cigarette. Oh, your voice. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. You know, so, yes, my voice has always been my crowning jewel, I guess you would say. That's and great. I really do That's want great. to I really do want to take it to another level. And I'm just waiting to meet somebody that can help me to move it to the next level. But, yes, I would love to do voiceovers. Uh, and it's funny you say about the flight attendant and, and, and how one of the uh, women um, would say, oh, I need a cigarette. You know, it's it's there was one flight attendant um, that it, I was on a flight one time and uh, he had said, he said, you know, just uh, just so everyone knows, um, it's pretty obvious, but I have to state it. You know, there is no smoking at all on the airplane. Um, if you do feel like you have to smoke, you can go out on the right wing of the plane or the left wing of the plane and you can sing bye bye birdie (laughs) (laughs) i love it i love it yeah (laughs) yeah so yeah i thought that was pretty funny so when it comes to radio and showbiz art what advice would you give to someone who wants to start a career in radio broadcasting Do your research. Um, Make sure you are going down the right path. What direction do you want to go in? Um, Most people would think that, you know, I would transition over to a pop station or a music station. That's not what I want to do. I wanted to be a talk show host and a radio talk show host fit me the best. But I also talk to a certain demographic. And it's not that I just talk to the African-American demographic. I talk to what I consider everyday regular people and bring them enjoyable uh, conversations, enjoyable uh, ideas about things. So anybody who wants to go into radio, do your research. Figure out where would you best fit. Are you a, a country music announcer? Are you a top 40 announcer? Would you like to do Christian music? Whatever it is, make sure it fits your energy in the direction you want to go in. Just don't do it because you're thirsty. Do it because it would be your passion. Yes, I love that word passion. And, uh, you know, I can tell that you definitely have a lot of passion. And uh, that being said, um, I know personally that you have had the pleasure to uh, be a guest on several television talk shows. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to ask you as well, uh, can you please share with me and our audience how that makes you feel and what you talked about on these shows. And when you go on these television talk shows, Art, um, do you have a particular message and or platform that you like to discuss? Well, it depends. Uh, Some of the shows that I've been on, I've been a contributor on the show. So it may have been, you know, me going to the latest restaurants. It may have been me covering a red carpet event. 
uh, when I've done things over at uh, Windy City Live over at ABC7 Chicago. Uh, it actually started off as cooking segments. Uh, I love to cook wow. and have cooked quite a few things. Matter of fact, uh, God bless the life and times of the late, great Miss Mary Wilson, who passed away uh, mm -hmm. yesterday, uh, founding one of the founding members of the Supremes. She and I actually were at Windy City Live the same day. I was cooking my fame shrimp and grits. Awesome. She said, oh, my. She said, my God, what is that smelling so good? What is, you know, I, yeah. went got, I went and got her a bowl, gave her a bowl of my shrimp and grits, and she took the most beautiful picture with me. And so I got up this morning and did a tribute to her in honor of, you know, she and I meeting at Windy City Live. And then eventually uh, I would be uh, on the desk for host chat with Val and Ryan and talking about current things and, you know, yes. things like that. So it just depends on where people need me, what they need me to do. Uh, during this pandemic, I actually have picked up a whole new uh, career. I've been doing uh, virtual memorial service hostings for people who want a lively host uh for a memorial service wow that's uh that's i mean that, that's so amazing and that's the next question i was actually going to ask you getting into that art is how has COVID 19 affected you and your show and have you had to pump the brakes and change gears so that you can still stay relevant and be heard by your audience during this pandemic well, pretty much the real Chat Daddy show was created because of this pandemic. Of course, it's been a tremendous financial burden on myself and other people. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I'm used to doing contractual work or, you know, being paid a certain rate. But the way I look at it now, we're all at home and we're all doing what we need to do to survive. And if I really was to go someplace and do what I do, why not do it here in my home? So I turned an extra room into a studio and uh, I, I bought lighting and I bought these ring lights and uh, I, Ethernet cord and, 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 you know, and bada boom, bada bing, brother. And the next thing you know, voila, a TV show. And, and yeah. I, didn't, I didn't even know about these platforms, any of that. And I tell people the service that I broadcast through is probably the best money I spend every month because it does allow me to stay in touch with my people. It's it's not been thousands of people yet, but it's been consistent. It's been people talking about it. It's been people, I have people that watch every night faithfully and they love the show. And, and I have to great. thank, you know, people for being so supportive. Yeah, that's, that's wonderful. And, and uh, yeah, it's all about that support, right? And, and uh, right. you know, and, and, and uh, you know, building those relationships and, and uh, being able to uh, stay relevant, you know, for your audience. Um, yes. And I want to ask you, what is it, what, what does it take for someone to be a guest on your show? Do they have to be able to cook amazing shrimp and grits like you? Or what, what does it take for someone to be a guest on your show? For someone to be a guest on my show, just be interesting. Maybe you've written a great book. Maybe you have a wonderful product. Maybe you have a testimony that you want to share. Uh, we try to do the show around themes. Of course, February being Black History Month. Mm -hmm. So 
we I've every night have introduced people that people may not have heard of but are just doing uh, wonderful things. Just recently, I had a young girl on my show, Whitney Hampton, who, you know, because of all the looting in Chicago, she galvanized a bunch of millennials and they went and cleaned up neighborhoods and boarded up buildings free of charge, used wow. all of their money. And so I made her a Black History Month honoree. I have Amazing. an attorney uh, out of Atlanta that's coming on the show soon that is doing a mentoring program for young men in the Atlanta area. But mm -hmm. Now he's going to take it virtual because of the pandemic. So I look for people of all races, all walks of life. And as long as it's an interesting story from fitness, uh, sex expert to a mom who may want to share how to pack lunches, whatever the case may be, we do it all on my show. You're multi-talented, which is amazing. Um, and, you know, you've brought up a couple of times in our show um, about uh, uh, race and about uh, the looting in Chicago. Um, and you are uh, a man from Chicago. Mm -hmm. And yep. I wanted to uh, get your thoughts, feelings and opinions on how you personally feel um, that the um, Chicago Police Department perceives the African-American community in Chicago. Wow, that's a very interesting question. And let me say this, I have quite a few friends who are uh, law enforcement officers here in Chicago. Mm -hmm. uh, they're all dear people. I love and adore them. I pray for our brothers and sisters in uh, the blue. Um, but there is a difference. There is a tremendous difference. Uh, I learned that just myself. Uh, four years ago, I moved further south in the city. And, and things that I would call, you know, and report to the police when I lived in, as they say, the upper echelon neighborhood, mm -hmm. they would come and investigate and find out. But now it's a little bit more of a delay. Um, you know, things are a little bit different. I think things really do need to change between the Chicago Police Department and the people of Chicago. Yes. I, I, I grew up, Brian, understanding an officer friendly. I, under, I grew up understanding the police were your friend. Uh, now mm -hmm. it, it's, a, it's a big division. It really is a big division. And, you know, I, I just pray for all of our young people, you know, especially young black men and women, but just any of our young people that they, you know, don't do the wrong things that, you know, will cause a bad interaction with the police. I think, you know, we do have to teach our young people to be more responsible and respect authority. But as far as, you know, do I think things need to change? Oh, most certainly. But I, I think that starts at the top and then it goes all the way down to the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's something that, uh, you know, you see it on the news. I mean, all over the country um, is, uh, you know, you watch the news. I mean, I'm here in Los Angeles and I'm watching the news at 10 o'clock at night. And, um, you know, they're, 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 they're telling us news about uh, uh, stuff that's going on in Chicago, carjackings and, uh, you know, and so forth. And, and uh, you know, I agree that, you know, it's, it's got to be something that um, it, it has to change. And like you said, you couldn't have said it better from your mouth to God's ears. You know, it's got to start at the top and, and, and it'll trickle down eventually to the bottom. Yes. Um, yeah, for sure. hundred percent. Okay, Art. So every week and with every guest, um, I discuss two topics that I think of during the week. Um, they are different topics every week, different topics with every guest. And the first topic that I wanted to talk to you about is public restrooms. 
And the reason I wanted to bring this up with you and talk to you about this is because just this week alone, this happened to me. And I went to the bank and I was leaving the bank. And I literally had to pee so bad that if I didn't get to a toilet, Art, I, I kid you not, I was sincerely going to pee my pants. Okay. And obviously, I don't want to pee outside in public, right? Right. I went to five stores in the strip mall and a restaurant, okay? And I asked them, I said, hey, can I please use your restroom? I have to, I have to pee really, really bad. All of them said no. And I couldn't believe how selfish all of these people were. And I ended up having to hold it in. My body was sweating. I'm shaking because I had to pee so bad. And I literally, I'm, I'm in, I, I got to my car and I was thinking to myself, I'm like, how awful are these people? Do I need to start driving around with a portable toilet in my car? Um, I mean, you know, Art, when you got to go, you got to go, right? Right. Yeah. So I, my question for you is, have you ever had a similar experience? And how do you feel about people saying yay or nay to using their public restroom if you really have to pee? <laughs> well, that, oh boy. <laughs> this is, this, no. <laughs> I'm only <laughs> laughing because my best friend and I have had this conversation because of this <laughs> pandemic. So many bathrooms are closed. Keep that in mind because of the pandemic. And right. she and I had to literally figure out places that we could go and use the bathroom. So like if you were, <laughs> if you were here visiting us, I kid you not, she is going to crack up when she hears this. Yeah. She and I would be able to take you strictly to places where it's cool to use the bathroom. I'm a germaphobe <laughs> also. I'm a germaphobe. So I'm, I'm not... I can't, right, I, I'm just like the guy Monk on the TV show. I, I'm uh -huh, just uh -huh. like Monk. Yeah. And so I'm such a germaphobe. Yes, I, that is hilarious. She and I went to Costco today, and we were both like, oh, yeah, we know we can go to Costco's bathroom. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> we, right, we know of places strictly where you could use the bathroom. And another friend, she's an Uber driver, and uh -huh. that's what she had to find out as well, too. So you'd be surprised. There are a lot of people nowadays who are just strictly looking for clean, safe, nice bathrooms able to go into if they absolutely really that oh yeah no because a lot of places because of covid and all of the restrictions and depending on what type of area it is in yeah they've res they've restricted bathrooms like you would not believe and and we have actually had this conversation about bathrooms oh my god I'll oh that's so funny yeah i literally yeah. was like you know, and I, and I got lucky because, you know, I got in the car and I just drove about a block away and I saw a Starbucks and I went in there. And I'm like, OK, I'm going to order coffee, but can I use your washroom first? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Right. But, and then I literally I, I, I literally and I was telling my dad this and he was laughing. No joke. I got into the bathroom at Starbucks. Finally, I shut the door. I locked the door. All right. I literally peed for a minute and 15 seconds. Oh, I'm sure. Looking at my I'm watch. Sure. I mean, I was oh, I'm sure. I, I, I mean, and, and I was just like <laughs> and when I was done, I, I was like. The relief was just amazing. And I'm like, oh, right. my God. Right. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so. that, that became a huge problem here, not only with the pandemic, but keep in mind, we had the looting as well, too. Uh-huh. 
so yeah. that so that minimized a lot of places and situations. And so yes, my friends and I have had that. Where can you go to the bathroom when you're out conversation? Yeah, you know you should do. Or you should you 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 should come out with a a, a cell phone app. Um, right. <laughs> where, 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 where it'll tell you where you can use a public restroom. Right. Um, yeah. I think that would be genius. I, um, was, I stopped somewhere else today, and a young lady came in the gas station, and the lady said, "Oh, I'm so sorry. The plumbers are working on our bathroom." And the young <laughs> lady was like, "Yeah, there's nowhere around here you can go to a bathroom." Yeah. It, 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 isn't that something? Who it's knew? unbelievable. Yes. Yeah. It's really, it's really unbelievable. But I, you know, I get it, like you said, because of the pandemic and uh, everybody being uh, a germaphobe, you know, quote unquote, you know, so to speak. Uh, I, I get it. I understand it. But it's like, my God, I mean, if someone knocked on my door and I had a business, um, you know, like a retail storefront business and a strip mall and they said, hey, can I use your washroom? I really got to pee. I mean, yeah, put your mask on. Absolutely. Come in and pee and go, you know, like, right, right. you know, that's just the kind of guy I am. You know, I got a big heart. Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, you know, if someone's got to pee, they got to pee. So right. um, the second topic with you, Art, is uh, electric cars. Um, oh. Would you personally ever buy and drive an electric car? Yes or no, and why? Ah, uh, boy. Okay, so yes. Uh, two, three years ago, uh, I was granted the privilege of driving an electric car for about eight days. Now, the only disadvantage of driving this electric car was this was one of them that you had to go to a charging station. So I would have to have somebody take me. I'd leave it. It would charge. And it was <laughs> yeah. the type of it. I, see, I would have to get the Tesla car. This, this definitely wasn't the Tesla. Yeah. This, was more, this was more like a tuna can. This is more like a tuna can. And, and the problem was is that when you turn the heat on, that started draining the battery. When you turn the radio on, that started to, and, and, and I just was like, oh my God, I don't know if I want to be bothered with this. And then Tesla came out with one, and that's what sold me on the electric car. Uh, yeah, no, Art, I definitely uh, um, understand uh, uh, what you're saying about the uh, electric cars and, and uh, you know, that if you were to get an electric car, it would be a Tesla. And, uh, you know, like I was, uh, uh, you know, it, it's, it's literally, you, you have a computer in your car and it's only a matter of time before Elon Musk, um, you know, builds one of these Teslas where you just press a button and zoop and, you know, you can fly the car. Um, yes. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's, pretty, that's, that's pretty awesome. So how can all of our listeners, are, how can they find you and your Chat Daddy show on all social media and any other streaming platforms? Okay. Well, first of all, Brian, I just want to say thank you so very much for this opportunity. You are a tremendous talk show host. You do a great job. I, I felt as if I was laughing with a, a, a family member. Yeah, thank uh, you. Same. Same. Yeah. So this was incredible. Look forward to having you on my show. Yes, uh, my, thank you. My pleasure. My show, uh, my website is therealchatdaddy.com. That's T H E. R-E-A-L-C-H-A-T-D-A-D-D-Y.com, therealchatdaddy.com. 
The Real Chat Daddy Show is a nightly uh, variety reality news entertainment show. It's 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. It can be seen on Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope under The Real Chat Daddy Show. Uh, YouTube for encore performances at any particular time. Uh, you'll love it. It's based out of Chicago. Uh, we talk about top news stories, talk about the latest COVID numbers, and we have a amazing guest just like my brother brian who will be coming up very soon thank you thank you i love it and i love you all art thank you so much again for joining us today we will definitely have you back on our show down the line next week we have another very special guest also if you would like to be a guest on our show you can email thinkshilling at gmail.com and also follow us on all social media at thinkshilling until then, treat people the way you want to be treated. And this is Brian C. Schilling, your host of the You Gotta Be Bullshilling Me podcast. Until then, peace out. Art Sims, a.k.a. Chat Daddy, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for coming on our show. I sincerely appreciate you. I love you, brother. Uh, I can't wait to meet you in person. And uh, again, thank you, thank you for coming on our show today. Anytime, brother. Thank you so very much. Be healthy, well, and stay safe. You too. Thank you.